Do you like watching those um, ice breaking TikToks? People yeah, just I think throw so. ice. Yeah, 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 yeah. You see that there was one? a really good one where like he like perfectly took it off the oh, rail. I saw that one. Oh, it's so good. Have you seen that one where this guy has this huge plate of just ice and he throws it, but the cat runs right underneath. <laughs> oh, yeah, <I> <laughs> Welcome back to Chaotically Bookish. My name is Ashley. My name is Annabelle. And this week, we're going to talk about overhyped books. Yeah. There's a lot of them. This could get us canceled real fast. <laughs> One wrong move. <laughs> One we're going to say something about this beloved book series, and people are just going to, like, riot. We're going to get fucked. <laughs> like, we have some opinions. A lot of opinions. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> anyway, how you doing? I'm good. I'm good. How are you? You know, good. What you reading? <laughs> I'm pulling an Ashley right now. Uh, yeah, you are. <laughs> I'm reading like five books. <laughs> I'm reading, oh God, instant mind blank. I'm reading Furyborn. How's that going? It's a lot, right? It's a lot. I did not expect it to be like this because I'm like, oh, it's YA fantasy. And I'm like, coming from someone who reads a lot of adult fantasy, I wasn't expecting it to be at that level. But there's like ages and there's like intense lore and there's like, I I, I really like it. But th- like, th- it's a lot happening for like such a small, like or a YA book. I didn't expect it. I like it. Interesting. But I'm also reading... <laughs> <laughs> this is gonna get me canceled <laughs> oh no i'm reading one last stop by casey mcquiston uh-huh not liking it. i didn't think you would no i hear some like controversial things about it yeah so it wasn't the it's well i'm only like 30 percent in so are you gonna dnf it <laughs> i got a lot of hate for dnfing red white and royal blue i mean i don't get it the the anger like if it's just if you didn't like it you didn't like it yeah and like a lot of people were really chill about it they're like oh my god i'm so sad that you didn't like it but like i get like everyone has their own taste that's a perfect way to handle it but like some people were like (laughs) guess you suck huh oh my god (laughs) um i'm also reading i'll never i'm stuck reading guild i just i don't know why i don't dnf it guild by raven kennedy still trying I own the physical copy, so it's just sitting there. It's oh. kind of like I find it easier to DNF an audiobook because I can just like undownload it and that's fine. But I'm like, when I have a physical copy of a book and it's just sitting there, it like haunts me. It's like straight smut, isn't it? No, not really. There is a oh. lot of smut. It's definitely <laughs> spicy, but like it's, I don't know, there's a lot of lulls that I feel oh. like I'm just like, I don't really know what's going on. It's like this the author is like, it's smut, but like there's a plot. <laughs> People who love that series love that yeah, series. Yeah, that's another reason why I'm like kind of scared to say it a little I wonder if it's one of those series that gets better as you go, maybe. From what I have heard, and I might be, this might just be like my, the people that I interact with, but a lot of people said it was unnecessarily like slow burn. Oh, okay. So. Because like people seem to worship like, I don't know if it's a third book or something. And I'm like, but if it takes until the third book to get good. That's what, that's what I've heard. It e- takes until the third book. Yeah. And I'm like, ooh, I can't. That's, that's a lot of time to invest. That's too much in time to invest. Yeah. And then I'm also reading <laughs> Verity. How's that going? <laughs> I'm, I've only literally read like the first chapter. Oh. So it's, a, it's a starter. It's a, <sighs> I'm invested, but I am like so, like speaking of overhyped books. Yeah. 
Verity has its cult class, like yeah. following, and Colleen Hoover has, has her it? cult following, yeah. and I am terrified to not like it. This isn't a spoiler mm-hmm. at all, but what makes that book so special and what gets its cult following isn't the writing necessarily, mm-hmm. and it isn't even it's it's really the plot, and it's the fact that this mystery is basically up to the reader at the end of the day. Yes, because I hear there's a whole team letter, team manuscript debate. Yes. So, and you seem very invested I'm in very, one side. Everyone who's read that book has picked a side. And what there's a side that's you? wrong. Mm, I don't want to say because people get mad. <laughs> <laughs> I haven't fully decided. Cause I everyone, don't even know, but I'm, gonna, I'm just going to pick right now. and you, you can, I'll, I'll look in your eyes and you can tell me if I'm right. I say team letter. <laughs> oh, I'm wrong. <laughs> You're wrong. <laughs> well, here's the thing. Like I, when I read it, I was like, I wasn't decided. So I wanted to talk to people and everyone I talked to is team manuscript. So I was feeling very much like I can't be team letter, even though I kind of was, because the thing is, is when you read the manuscript, like that's Verity's point of view. It's a dual point of view novel. Mm-hmm. And so you don't know who she is on her own. Right. So it's like, how could you really know for sure what's happening? But I think I'm back to team. Actually, maybe I am. I don't know. I don't know. I think I'm team letter. (laughs) (laughs) However, I'm pretty sure Colleen Hoover said that Verity is like a just totally cracked as a psychopath. So maybe I'm back to, um, you know what? I'll just be team manuscript and and join the flock of people that are team manuscript. (laughs) Well, isn't she releasing a new edition where there's going to be an extra chapter that Yes. She's releasing like a special edition, which I'll obviously buy, but the whole thing is that there's a bonus <laughs> chapter. And I, I posted about this on TikTok. Cause I was like, okay, hey, I need I need other people to like talk about this with me. And I posted about it on TikTok and I literally said, I really hope this bonus chapter helps point you in a direction. Is like the ultimate clue as to, you know, it solves the riddle. Is it is it team manuscript or is it team letter? And uh Everyone was like, but what make, uh, they made the valid point that what makes the book special is that you don't really know. Yeah, I know. I love books like that. I love when like the mystery is the whole point and that if you do figure it out, like that's your special, Yeah, like that's your connection with the book. Like you talk to people and they have a specific reason why they think it's what it is. Like I have, the reason I say that sometimes I think I'm team letter is because there's a specific one sentence in this entire book that has me thinking, maybe it's team letter. One sentence. But everyone Damn. else is like, no, it's team manuscript. But I'm like, there's a one sentence in there that doesn't add up to the rest. Is Verity similar? Like, um, oh, I don't know how to phrase this. Is Verity a type of book that Colleen Hoover usually writes? Or is this like very like rant? Like this is just like the first time she's ever written something like this. She pretty much writes like contemporary romance, but this was a thriller. So this is not a romance. There's romance in it. I hear there's a spicy scene. There is. But like I said to you, I said... There is sexual content. Yes. And it's quite heavy, but not in a smutty way. Okay, I'm down for that. It's mostly in the manuscript because that's Verity. That's how I feel about, like, (laughs) the Atlas Six. Mm -hmm. There is a... Spoiler alert. Well, it... Nah, whatever. There is a full-on threesome scene in Uh that book, but it is not smutty. It is... You know it's happening, but it's more from the the thoughts and the feelings of the characters and, Mm -hmm. like, the power play that's happening. Mm -hmm. And that's the kind of smut, smut I like. There is a sex scene in this book. Mm-hmm. And it's not... Colleen Hoover does write sex scenes. Like, mm-hmm. Ugly Love has quite a few of them because that's the whole point of the book. Yeah. 
They're never super graphic. They're a little graphic, though. Okay. They can be a little graphic, but it's not... It's not like Katie Roberts. No, okay. nothing like that. <laughs> I would put it closer to From Blood and Ash, but maybe not even that spicy. From Blood and Ash is not terrible. It's not spicy. that bad. No, I, I would mind put it, it. You know what? I'd put it there. I'd say okay. it's about. It's like a From Blood and Ash sex scene. Okay. Pretty much, and it's really only once I think. But okay. the manuscript has a lot of like sex talk. Okay. But it's okay. really not. It's good. You'll like it. I'm excited. Like I, I am actually really. excited. I want you to read, read it because you're a very critical reader. Yeah. So I think you'd have some opinions, and I want to know if you find that one sentence that makes me think it's team letter. <laughs> I'm very excited to discuss that with you. I feel like we should talk about this mm-hmm. on the podcast. Yeah, we will. Because there's a couple people who really like. Yeah. I want to talk to them yeah. about it. <laughs> yeah. I will read it within a week. Good. Okay. Good. And I will come back to you with my thoughts. I am very excited. <laughs> I want to be team manuscript. Like I want to be. There's just this one sentence that I'm it like. It seems hmm. like T manuscript is like the universally accepted. It is. Yeah. However, I feel like that's. I think the reason why I want to be T manuscript is because it's what everyone else says, and it's because that's what the book leads you to want. Right. Which makes me think that it's not. That makes me feel sus. So I'm like, hmm. Team letter. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not like other girls. I'm not like other girls. <laughs> but like, I'll, once you read the book, we'll we'll get into it. Because all right. Yeah. I'm excited. You should be. <laughs> what are you reading right now? I'm, wow. Uh, I'm reading three books right now. I'm rereading the entire Full Blooded Ash series. Yes, yes. Because The War of Two Queens comes out next week now. Oh, seriously? I think so. Or two, uh, the 15th. Comes out on the is 15th. It, is it a sequel to the Nyctos book? No, it's the fourth book in From Blood and Ash. Oh, okay, okay. But the sequel to A Shadow in the Ember comes out in November, I believe. Okay. So that's exciting. Damn, she's putting out books fast. Do you want to hear a fun fact? Yeah. About uh, JLA? So she... Apparently, I can't remember what it's called. It's like a sort of eye disease, but essentially her eyes are deteriorating and eventually she will be completely blind. So she pushes books out because she knows one day she won't be able to do so. At least maybe not the way that she always has. That's really fucking sad. It's really sad. Oh my God. Oh fuck. Yeah. It's really, really sad. So you should see like, if you flip through her books, like the amount of books that she's written in the last like 15 years is insane. Yeah. Um, and I guess I'm assuming that's why, because she knows one day she's she like, able to. she, and she's quite young too. Yeah. So it's really sad. Oh, um, anyway, <laughs> lighter topic. <laughs> Bummer note. Um, but. yeah, the war two Queens comes out soon and I've read some arc reviews yeah. and apparently it's just like insane, like in a good way. So I've, I'm excited about it. You have to be careful with me because I know everything. You've spoiled me completely for the series. Cause I, I, I'm not going to read it. Read Probably it. not. But, um, I feel like I might accidentally say something. Yeah, I won't get into it. Um, yeah, so I'm on. I'm reading The Crown of Gilded Bone, mm-hmm. and then I'll read A Shadow in the Ember again. I'm also reading an arc called Take Her Down, which comes out on the 15th. Ooh. It's a Julius Caesar retelling. Wow, retelling. random. Okay. That's why I chose it. It's like a high school retelling, though. So it's like this huge drama that happened in high school for a presidency. So I usually don't touch, like contemporary-esque YA. No. Because this is very much very, very YA, but they're mm-hmm. seniors or something in mm-hmm. high school. I'm finding it very funny, actually. That's awesome. I think I'm actually enjoying it. It's super gay. <laughs> Hell yeah. In the best way. Her, she dedicated it. Like, the dedication was to all the Bs in LGBTQ+. That'd be us. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, okay. And then I'm, I'm listening to um, the This Woven Kingdom. Oh my God. I know you loved it. I love it. It's so good. Guys... It's so good. It's, I have never read anything by Tahare Mafi, but now I want to. Yeah. That, the writing, amazing. 
I, it's not boring. It's not it's not expo-y. It's not info dumpy. It was the best paced novel I think I've ever read. I'm not yes. finished. I'm like halfway through maybe. I just don't have the time for audiobooks, but I've never read a book that is so well paced yeah. that not too much has happened. I'm at the 50% mark. Not yeah. too much has happened, but I'm not bored. No. It's just done in such an amazing way. And the characters are so well thought out and like the love story. It's fucking good. Like some books, like take from Blood and Ash, like yeah. that book, every other chapter, there's a huge action fight mm-hmm. scene because it feels like it needs it. This book does not no. need that. It's and it's just, not boring. It's not boring. No. It is so good. I'm so captivated by the writing and the lore and like, oh, it's just, it's so perfect. I will say though, because you want to read her other books. The only other series you have is exactly. Shatter Me. The writing is a total 180. Oh, damn. Total flip. I think it's still worth reading. Yeah. I just don't know if you'll put up with that. It's very prosy and um, not in a V.E. Schwab way. Yeah. Um, I'm pretty sure it was her first series, her first book. So it's very different. Okay. Also, I wouldn't bother with the newer three books. The original trilogy. Yeah, I hear a lot of people don't like. No. She completely erases what she did and the growth that these characters had. Interesting. So the first three books are great. And I think The Enemies to Lovers is so much fun. I hope but, she doesn't do it that with this book. <laughs> uh, I don't think she will. Okay, I need you to finish it, and obviously we will not talk about it on the podcast because I do not want to spoil this book for you guys, but like, I'll, I'll I have some thoughts. Did you see everything that happened? Did you see it coming? Like, was it predictable nope. that way? Really? Because I'm convinced I know what's going to happen. Oh my god. <laughs> wow, <laughs> I'm so excited now. Okay, like, I, I need to sell you guys on this book. This The main guy is the epitome of a man written by a woman. Oh yeah, he is. He at one point says, and this isn't a spoiler. It's just he he says that he would he would get he would fish the moon out of the sky to save her from her fears. And I was like, <laughs> okay, I guess Kaz Brecker got knocked off the top. This is a book that I wish I had physically. Because we're, we both listened I, to it I, over audio. Linnea got it for me Aww. as a present because I kept gushing about it. So my fiance, like, I just came home and she's like, go check the door. And I Aww. opened it with a book and I cried. <laughs> I really wanted to get it. Like, I was at, a, I was at the bookstore the other day, but like, we're, we're both on book buying bands this year. Yeah. And Nick was like, you're not doing it. And I was like, fine. But uh, <laughs> oh my God, I, I want to annotate it. That's the thing. I want to get my sticky notes. I want to sticky note the fuck out of this book. It's, but I can't. Okay, so under I'm a big sucker for like naked books. I take all my sleeves off. Is it pretty? Not the front cover, but the spine Ooh. is beautiful. And that's the, like when you put a book on a bookshelf, usually that's all you see. Yeah. Unless you face them out. And I do that with a couple of them. But the spine. Wow. It's so beautiful. This book, please read it. Please. I might have to break my book buying ban for it because I really want a physical copy so I can annotate it. It's. Fuck. It's everything. I might do it. That's so unfortunate. <laughs> Speaking of overhyped books, I might be overhyping this book for you guys. Nah, nah. This book, this is a book that deserves the hype. 100%. Like, I I finished it four days ago. I, I still can't stop thinking about it. Like, literally, my fiance can attest to this. I bring up this book every day. And I go, but, like, I just want to know what happens. I just, I want to know, I want to know what happens. I've never read a book where within the first like three chapters, I knew it was going to be five stars. Yeah. I have never read a and book. And you're so stingy with your five stars. I, no, I have never, I rarely get five stars. Yeah. There's maybe what, five books less than that on my mm-hmm. shelf that are five stars. 
And like within the first three chapters, I was like, yeah, this is a five star book. I know you There's messaged nothing. me and you're like, I I think this is a five. And I'm like, damn. Yeah. It's so good. It's really good. I wish I had more time to listen to it. And I hate that I have to wait till next year for the Ooh, sequel. Oh, yeah. That's, that's going to kill me. Ugh. <laughs> I wish I wish I'd read it sooner because I want like all the special editions that came out of it. I know. Oh, my God. Did you see like the Illumicrate and the Fairy? Yeah. Oh, they're so pretty. I want it. I know, but they're probably like hundreds of dollars now on eBay. Oh, yeah. All of you book resellers, I'm talking specifically to you. <laughs> You're on my fucking list. You know what you, should, you, know what you could do? You could take your, um, your paperback of Atlas 6 and trade it. I will never do that. Really? I, l- I think about it sometimes. You, you definitely should, because you don't really, you've never read it, and I don't think you will. I will definitely read it. No, I, don't, I just don't think you'll love it as much as i did maybe not no and even if i do really enjoy it i'm happy just to buy the one that's at like indigo have it and yeah i'm I'm sure you do yeah i'm happy to sell what i have (laughs) (laughs) no i couldn't i couldn't i couldn't the atlas six is one it's literally one of my favorite books in the whole world i I, would sacrifice if someone said here's a caraval manuscript i'd just chuck the book i'm gonna fuck duh yeah if someone told me here's the first edition copy of six of crows i would throw the atlas six at it yes Oh my gosh. But let's get into let's get into the main topic today. Okay. Why don't you explain what overhyped books are for those who who don't really exactly know like obviously you know what an overhyped book is, but like where we're coming from with it. So an overhyped book is any book or series that like, you know, Book Talk, Bookstagram has absolutely worshipped. They hype up. It is just the god of all books. It has its own like cult following, like yeah. a religion of sorts. And essentially, if you, you know, a lot of the time, which is super unfortunate, if you say you didn't like it, like you are blacklisted. And then sometimes it's the opposite. Like, I feel like with books like, so good examples of these books would be like The Song of Achilles. From Blood and um, Ash. From Blood and Ash, Akatar, um, uh, Addie LaRue. Colleen Hoover books. Yeah, like they're, these books are so hyped. But now I've noticed that there is a big wave of like the other end. Mm. And now it's kind of cool to hate on these books. Uh. Like definitely with Addie LaRue. I like I remember when Addie LaRue first came out mm-hmm. and I am an Addie LaRue fan. I loved it. Like, <laughs> honestly, I think it's like a modern classic. Um, but I remember when it came out people were going nuts over this book yeah absolutely feral and i didn't want to read it because mm-hmm. because of the hype and then i did and i fell in love with it but now i've noticed when i go on tiktok or bookstagram or whatever i find a lot of people are like i hated it <laughs> <laughs> see i read it half of it it just wasn't for me personally yeah. So I didn't fully enjoy it. I, I would still, like, if I had to rate it, I'd still give it a good rating because mm-hmm. it's beautiful. Yeah. It's just, I couldn't, I think I'd listen to the audiobook and enjoy it more. Yeah. I just couldn't sit through it at the time. I don't know. I, I Something that, like, irritates me is that it's either cool to like something or it's cool to not like something. Yeah, like, why exactly. can't we all just have an opinion and move on? <laughs> Please. I know. And the thing is, too, that, like, you and I are book reviewers. Like, yeah. we have bookish platforms. And... It's kind of like, I feel like every time I read a book and I either love it or hate it, I feel like this weight of responsibility on me. And even though like I ha- definitely have like a tiny following and like compared to some book book mm-hmm. uh, reviewers, like we have minuscule mm-hmm. accounts. But do you feel the same amount of pressure like 
reviewing a book and being like, hey, I absolutely loved it. And like kind of being or, oh, hey, I absolutely hated it. And then um, like having the horde be like, no, I used to be. Especially in the early days when you're trying to get established, it's very stressful to say that you liked or didn't like a book. But now I just don't give a fuck. Like, if I didn't like a book, I didn't like a book. Books are such a personal thing. So, like, if like if I enjoy reading from Blood and Ash and someone else doesn't, okay, sorry you didn't like it. That's okay. If I like it, that's okay. Let's move on. So, like, I just don't care. Like, I, what's the last review I did? I think I did a review of the first Remnant Chronicles book, Kiss of Deception, and I said it wasn't that great. And I wasn't afraid to say it wasn't that great. Yeah. And a lot of people in the comments were like, oh, I'm sorry you didn't like it. And some people were like, oh, no, I agree with you. And I was like, cool. Yeah. Like, I just, I don't know. I got tired of, of feeling the pressure of it. Yeah. Because it's it's unfortunate, especially with such a, like, a personal thing as reading. Yeah. Because it is. We all read and picture these books differently. Well, that's another thing that I really, like, I feel like I need to say sometimes is that book reviewers are not, like, critics, no this isn't like yeah sure some of some people it's their job but like we're not trained as reviewers we haven't gone to school to like do this as like a well ashley kind of (laughs) has but like you know what i mean like you haven't gone to school to be someone who is writing reviews of well haven't we kind of yeah fuck okay well i definitely haven't (laughs) and a lot of people who have bookish platforms definitely haven't. And the thing is with book talk and bookstagram and booktube and blah, blah, blah. Does, does Twitter have a book thing? They do, but apparently book it's twit. very toxic. <laughs> I like asked, cause I thought it'd be fun to like live tweet reading. Yeah. And I like asked my platform, I was like, Oh, is like Twitter like a fun place to be? And everyone was like, don't do it. It oh, is fuck. fucking toxic. Oh, and I was shit. like, great. I will not bother. Thank you Damn. for your time. But like what I was saying was that like a lot of the time, we're just sharing our opinions mm-hmm. about a book that we read, our personal experiences reading them. Mm-hmm. We're not going in there being like, this book would like, like going into extreme detail and like being like a film critic. Like that's not what we're doing. Mm-hmm. And therefore holding us to this standard, I think isn't Mm-mm. fair. It's literally your personal opinion. Did you yeah. enjoy it or did you not enjoy it? End yeah. of story. And, And like, to me, I think the only valid criticism of a book influencer is that if they bring up a book that you have found problematic, has problematic themes, is racist, sexist, homophobic, transphobic, blah, 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 and you bring it up to that creator, that is, I think that is the only time I'm like, okay, yeah, that's fine. Like, Mm -hmm. yes, please talk to me. Please educate me about this. Because... Yes, I'm on a bookish platform, but I don't know all the news. Mm -hmm. There are so many authors, Mm -hmm. and I might not know certain Mm -hmm. things. And you miss things sometimes. Yeah, definitely. And that's valid. And then then you're learning. Yeah. But if you're coming onto my platform (laughs) because I said I just didn't like a book or I didn't vibe with a book, Mm -hmm. and you're being like, hey, you have fucking terrible taste in books. That's yeah. just not necessary. We were just talking about this because I posted a TikTok yeah. like a week ago and it was the 10 show challenge, but I made it the 10 book challenge because I saw that going around. And one of the one of the topics was like, what's a book you always have to defend, but you like anyway? And I, I did from Blood and Ash. And I had like a couple people comment being like, you have terrible taste in books, which I deleted. I saw those. They were awful. Yeah. I ended up like deleting most of them because I was like, that's not, that's rude. Like they would list like all the reasons they didn't like it. And it wasn't the problematic issues. No, they were just like, Oh, this is why I hated it. And you have a terrible taste in books or you're like a bad person or like whatever. And I was like, why? 
Like if I come across a review of someone liking or hating a book that I didn't like, I, if I comment at all, I would just be like, oh, I'm so sorry you didn't enjoy it. But like, I'm not going to attack you. No, because I've definitely seen a lot of people like your your baby is Carval and my baby mm-hmm. is Six of Crows. And I've definitely seen reviews on both on both books of mm-hmm. people saying like, oh, I fucking hated that. Mm-hmm. And <laughs> like, I get getting irritated sometimes. Yeah. But of like, course, I'm a petty bitch. Mm-hmm. I will be very upset, but I keep that salt to myself. Yeah. And then you, it's like also just their opinion. Like I came across a TikTok where someone said they didn't like It Ends With Us by Colleen Hoover. Mm-hmm. And that kind of irked me for a second because I really enjoyed it. I thought it was a beautiful book. Mm-hmm. And also it's a very important book. So yeah. I was like, why didn't you like it? Yeah. Like I got, and I, I just, I found out that she just didn't like it because it just wasn't for her. The, the plot she didn't enjoy, mm-hmm. the character she didn't enjoy, however she felt the message was important. And I was mm-hmm. like, oh, I was like, yeah, of course. No, that's valid. Like, yeah. why am I angry? Yeah. <laughs> I have no reason to be angry. And that's the thing. It's like everyone's opinion is completely valid, but you going onto someone else's page and you seeing them gush about a book and have so much joy about this book. Yeah. And just because you didn't like it, you want to tear them down. I think that's really fucked up. I think ju- like, yeah, just getting mad and judging anyone for the books they like or didn't like is bullshit. Yeah. Cause it's so personal. And- yeah. And like, I think, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know if this is absolutely true, but like from my side of it, I think you like more popular books. Maybe. Yeah. More of the, like the books to favorites. Like you, you, you do vibe with them. I know you don't vibe with a lot of them, but yeah, more so whereas like i think the books that i'm really into they're not really yeah. <laughs> super popular and the critique i usually get is oh my god you're the books you like are so pretentious <laughs> see that makes me so tired yeah like and no one has it there is not a single person on planet earth arguably that has a shitty taste in books no why because Unless there's no such thing books about <laughs> world war Two. get off that shit <laughs> <laughs> it's tiring yeah um no but like like who says what a shitty taste in book in books are like like why why do i have a shitty taste in books or why am i like you know just a Unless shitty person exclusively like, just read problematic books and that's different yeah <laughs> but like like if someone were to be like you have a shitty taste in books because you like caraval like who what why are why is your opinion higher than mine yeah like it's my book my reading experience you don't get to have an opinion on my reading experience because it's both ways like i feel like okay so i really love classics Mm -hmm. i really love high fantasy i really love dark academia books and i definitely get a lot of people from the other side going oh my god you're so pretentious Mm -hmm. like you're either lying that you like classics or you just like, you're just doing it to like look cool or blah, blah, blah. But then at the other side of it mm-hmm. there, I know there are classics readers who go after people who love YA or modern fiction or whatever. And mm-hmm. they're like, mm, you read kids books. And I'm like, you know what? Fuck off. <laughs> like genuinely, why are we having these opinions? There was this TikTok that went around with this super pick me girl energy. This girl was literally like, um, I have pick me girl energy, but my pick me vibe is that I read books aimed for my age group and oh, not YA yeah. books. I remember that. <laughs> didn't she say, is, I don't know if this is the same person, but didn't she say like, if you, if you're like 20, you can't read YA? Yeah. Like, why? Like, what makes you the person to say I that? I still read kids books. So do I. Yeah. There are some really great middle school books that are out there that I think adults should fucking read absolutely percy jackson's a middle school book i great. adore that that series i don't see like who 
<laughs> these whole age group things it's marketing yep so we're just boxing ourselves in for what capitalism yep. 100 <laughs> it's it's a weird societal belief that we've put on ourselves yeah especially with overhyped books like yes. especially like you say you didn't like it and you're a bad person you say you loved it you're following the herd yeah like why it's a book like Relax. i read red white and royal blue yeah and i had a couple people who were really chill they're just uh-huh. like oh my god that was my favorite book i'm so sad you didn't like it mm-hmm. that's cool that's fine it's a completely normal response but i had a couple just oh. being like <laughs> someone said i was homophobic what <laughs> Jesus Christ. And I was just like, I'm sorry, what? And they're like, why didn't you like it? It's a gay book. And I'm like, and I'm a gay person. <laughs> uh, yeah. Like, I get so nervous about stuff like that. Like, yeah. I get so nervous because like, when I say I didn't like a book, I don't mean that I didn't like it because someone was gay in yeah. it or because uh, because there was diversity yeah. in it. I, if I didn't like a book, it's just the plot wasn't for me. Or the characters weren't for me. I know. And I like explain this to this person and I'm like, no, I read a lot of um, books with MLM in them. And I read mm-hmm. a lot of books with like sapphic tones. Like, and also I'm, I'm, I'm gay. <laughs> <laughs> FYI, I'm marrying another woman. Yeah. But- <laughs> so like, mm, but, and I was explaining this to them and I'm like, it's just the genre. I'm not very sold on contemporary romance. So yeah. it just didn't vibe with me. And they were just like, they just wouldn't listen. I don't Because it was get their it. favorite book. I don't get the need to argue. Yeah. Like, I really don't. No. Even, like, even when you come at me and you're like, oh, I read this book that you liked. This is why I didn't like it. I don't argue with you. No. I'm not like, oh, you're dumb. Like, no. No, but that. see, that's the thing. You made me read Carval. I fucking hated Carval. But then I loved Legendary. Because <laughs> Legendary's the best one out of the three. Thanks for coming <laughs> to my TED Talk. But, like... I kind of ranted to you about how why I didn't like it, but the only reason I felt comfortable doing that is because you're my best friend. Yeah. And you knew I wasn't going to be like, I'm dropping you now because you hate this book. <laughs> yeah, but I would never, like, if you were a random book talker mm-hmm. and you were talking about, and I saw your fucking, your um, addiction levels. <laughs> Listen. <laughs> I already have four pre-ordered copies of Once Upon a Broken Heart. What the fucking problem. <laughs> or The Ballad of Never After. <laughs> But, like, if I went to your page and I was like, listen, I fucking hated Carvel. That's a completely different situation. That's also coming out of left field. Like, yeah. when you don't know somebody. Yeah. And, like, especially online. You don't know some... Like, these people that called you homophobic, they don't know you. No. You're literally bi. Yeah. You're dating and engaged to a woman. Uh-huh. It, like, they don't know you. So why... What gives them to, the right to make that assumption? Yeah. Just because the book is super hyped and they loved it? Yeah. It's bullshit. Not to, like, and sure, yes, there can be people on the um, alphabet mafia s- spectrum yes. that are internalized, you know, like homophobia, blah, yep. blah, blah. That's that's definitely valid. But I didn't say I didn't like Red, White, and Royal Blue because it was gay. I said, I, I literally just said I DNF'd it. And <laughs> you, I didn't even give you a reason. And you just came for me. Yeah. I don't, I don't get it. No. It's, it's frustrating. It's extremely frustrating. And unfortunate. The gall to tell someone that the type of books that they like are trash. Yeah. Or that it makes them a trash person. Like Garbage. W- why? <laughs> <laughs> what were some overhyped books that you didn't like? Speaking of. Um, they both die at the end. But I read it before it was hyped. I never read it. It gave me anxiety 
just the thought of like that they both die at the end (laughs) that and just because the whole premise is like the government or society decides who dies and when oh fuck and like just to control the population something i can't quite remember now but it just stressed me out too much i was like i can't read it so i didn't enjoy it um now i'm trying to think what are all the were you talking to me about we were liars that's another really hyped book. we were liars is a very hyped book came out forever ago like 10 years ago which is when i read it damn i remember really liking it because of the plot twist Mm -hmm. back in the day Mm -hmm. however if I read it now for the first time, I would not enjoy it because I would see the plot twist coming. Right. And everyone I speak to, like everyone who reads it now, most people give it like two stars. It's really? a very, it's a very short book. It's like 150 pages, maybe. And it's just not a lot's there, I guess. I don't know. I can't remember it. I wouldn't reread it. No. Yeah. I've never found, I never, like there are certain books that like I've seen that I'm just like, oh yeah, that definitely just well, doesn't appeal to me. Straight up. Yeah. There's just some, like, overhyped books that I'm like, I'll probably never like, read Like, if I those. know that, like, <laughs> I love seeing the TikToks when people are like, oh my god, this book, I loved this book so much. And they're just crying. <laughs> <laughs> and I just go, ooh, yeah, no. <laughs> I don't want to cry. I, I don't want to have either. a sad book. I don't, I don't need that right now. Like, Six of Crows has done so much it, permanent damage to me that I, I, don't, need, I don't need more. If you ever read It Ends With Us, it will make you cry. But in nah. a good way. Nah. In a good way. No, thanks. No, trust. <laughs> trust. <laughs> have you ever read any of the Madeline Miller books? No, I haven't. I have um, The Song of Achilles, though. Mm-hmm. But I haven't read it. Yeah, see, th- see, this is my controversial opinion. You didn't like it? I liked it. Oh. But people really hyped that book when I think Cersei was a better book. Interesting. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I I read like the first chapter when I thought I was going to get into it, but mm-hmm. I wasn't in the mood for it. Yeah. And I was just thinking to myself, I was like, I'm surprised that this is so very hyped. Insanely Is it the hyped. love story? That's why it's hyped? Yes. Okay. Yes. There is beautiful writing. It's very poetic. It's, you know, it's based off Greek myth. And I think people really loved the way it was told. Like it felt like a... This like, oh, this ancient love story that like was untold, mm-hmm. which I think was really great. I really loved it. I definitely did cry, but it wasn't mind boggling the way that everyone makes it sound like there's these sounds on TikTok where they like quote the book and there's just people like sobbing. <laughs> <laughs> and I just go, did I not read the same book? Books like that, and that's what we're saying is books mean something different to everybody. Yeah. Maybe there's a piece of that book that just really resonates with someone and it didn't resonate with you in the same yeah. way. Everyone has a different like history and backstory. <laughs> and people are on these books dicks, oh, man. Yeah. Like hardcore. <laughs> <laughs> you asked me what overhyped book I didn't enjoy. Yeah. <laughs> um, oh no. Let me explain. Oh no, I'm scared. Uh, no, you know this. Okay. Uh, I didn't enjoy Kingdom of the Cursed oh yeah and i reread kingdom of the wicked last year mm-hmm. didn't enjoy it the second time around oh because i re- i read it in a day i literally yeah. sat down read it in one sitting the first time i read it and i quite liked it because the premise the whole seven sins and the wicked is so fucking cool yeah read the book the second time felt let down because of how much i loved it read the second book hated it didn't enjoy it at all felt let down will still read the third book without fail <laughs> Uh, but I didn't enjoy it. It just wasn't for me. It just wasn't for me. (laughs) (laughs) 
<laughs> it wasn't for me. It wasn't for me. Plot it armor. Just, it just, yeah, I just felt let down. That's all. It just, I, I did. I did I enjoy did. it. I at first didn't. Mm-hmm. But then I think I went in with more of an open mind and I liked it. I think it's really hard because I feel like when people hype books up, mm-hmm. it instantly has so much further to fall. Yes. Yeah. It does. I And because like, the thing is, is, I hyped Kingdom of the Wicked for myself. Yeah. It was already really hyped, but I read it in a day. And then when I read Kingdom of the Curse, I was like, this does not match. But then I reread Kingdom of the Wicked and I was like, yes, it does. <laughs> I feel like she can write a premise Hell that yeah. hooks you in a second. Oh, yeah. But then the execution. It's that's where it lost me. It was the execution. Because have you read her other? You have. You've read Stalking Jack the I read the Stalking Ripper. Jack the Ripper. See, for me, that was the same thing. The premise. Ooh, so interesting. Cool. The execution. Questionable. Lacking. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's just why it wasn't for me. But there's people that really like it. And that's Which is awesome. why I think, like, <laughs> the the book recommendation TikToks or the book recommendation yeah. um, bookstagram uh, posts, it's so hard because they tell you all the best parts of the book. Yeah. And they leave out the rest. Yeah. Even I find um, when authors post, like, quotes and bits and pieces, yeah. you're posting all the best parts. Mm-hmm. So now... I know all the best parts and the rest is going to feel less. And then I'm not surprised about the best parts. Yep. The only person I've seen do that well was, was Jennifer L. Armentrout. She's been posting pieces and she always has. Yeah. Of, she always posts quotes. Books. Yeah. However, those quotes aren't necessarily the best parts <laughs> and they're always, she fucking picks the worst quotes that make you hurt. And I'm like, you need to fucking stop. <laughs> I don't need to be depressed when I wake up in the morning. No, 100%. Mm. You didn't like um, Serpent and Dove. That's a really hyped book. <laughs> Listen, <laughs> I know you really loved it. I really did. I don't know why, because like everyone's everyone's opinion of it and yeah. the reason you didn't like it, super valid. And I agree. But yeah. somehow this book that I shouldn't have enjoyed because it's quite slow. Yeah. I really loved. I know because you're such a like, it needs to be fast paced or yeah. I'm going to lose interest. Like everyone hates the second book because yeah. it's very slow. I it was my it was my favorite one in the series. I can't tell you why. Maybe it's because Lou, I would treasure her ass forever. I love her so much. I think it was because, like, Reed just pissed me off. That's fair. He pissed me off and he pissed me off and he pissed me off. I just (laughs) couldn't handle it anymore. I was just like, nah, I can't. Like, ooh, you want to know what book I don't care for? Yeah. It's super hyped. Don't get mad. Uh, Shadow and Bone. No, that's fine. Oh, really? Yeah, I just. But you do like it, kind of. I like it. I gave it three stars. Yeah, which is very that's very thick. standard. Standard. It's though. um that's my lowest rating. I don't give books two stars or one star. It's my <laughs> lowest rating. Not because I hated it. I think it was fine. I just I don't no, know. No, and I think it ain't I no six. Completely crows. agree with you. Like I don't know. six Shadow and Bone. Uh the first time I read it, I didn't like it. I read it the second time with my fiance. Um. Because we like I I've been reading books to her because she's so busy mm-hmm. and like sometimes we'll sit together and I'll just read aloud. Um, and when I read it for the second time, I think I I read a lot of more. Like, there was a lot more nuance there that I saw you know flourish in later series. It's not her best work. It's not Lee Bardugo's best work, and I think the majority of Bookstagram agrees with that. Oh yeah, I would yeah. say so. I think so. 
like it's the most controversial opinion when someone's like i like shadow and bone more than i like six of crows <laughs> like i'm just like oh okay honestly yeah whenever someone talks about it they're like yeah i did not enjoy this book and i'm like me neither man <laughs> like i don't know what it was it, it's fine um i think there are elements in that book that are very very well done i think lee bardugo was one of the first authors in ya mm-hmm. no that's a big that's a big that's a big statement <laughs> <laughs> but like well the one of the most like successfully like most mainstream i think where she made the stereotypical boyfriend like the book boyfriend right yeah hot dark mysterious creepy kind of the has these secrets super powerful makes the main girl feel so important and she made him the villain that's and badass. i think that was a like that's what i like i'm like oh that was fucking cool mm-hmm. because she she literally made a commentary on all these book boyfriends edward patch dimitri uh, patch. like <laughs> jace all of these boys these book boys that we loved and she was like hey guess what guys they're super toxic <laughs> You know why I didn't like Shadow and Bone? And you're going to hate me for saying this. Um, I don't care about Alina. Really? Why? I don't know. I, you know what? I think I think if I read Shadow and Bone when it came out way back, I would have really enjoyed the book. No, I think Alina, for me, especially in the first book, really bums me out because she just takes a shit on herself at any given moment. That's the thing. She That book came out during that era where that was what the main character was and i think that's why because i'm reading this book for the first time now in my 20s and i'm like jesus fucking christ you're kind of reminding me of bella right now you need to breathe (laughs) but it's even worse it is alina like hates herself the way she describes herself even i was like baby girl have some confidence honey <laughs> i know but i think that's why i really like it because i i think that's a lot of teenage girls oh 100 percent. that was me oh it was me too yeah and i'm like that's i think maybe that's why it irks you because you're like i don't want to hear that again. Uh, yeah i don't want to be that i can't go back to that mindset please jesus yeah i no i think lee bardugo is like for me she's like she's an inspiration man i think her growth is mind-boggling to me absolutely from where she started to where she is now. Oh my god, yeah. Wild. The the stark difference between Shadow and Bone and Six of Crows as just as as is yeah. is astronomical. No, and I think she's also a really good example of an author who listens to her audience. Yes. And not only her audience, her haters. Yep. Yep. Yeah. She's an author that knows how to grow. Yeah. Which is why like her books are very hyped, but most of the time she deserves it. Yeah not even her haters sorry like her critique her criticism yeah yeah. like she heard hey there's not a lot of diversity in your books Mm -hmm. hey there's not a gay character in your books Mm -hmm. where are the people of color (laughs) why did you write women to be you know like you did a lot of like very stereotypical Mm -hmm. like tropes that your women characters go through like she loses her powers at the end she gives it all up for a guy Mm -hmm. she uh, ends up with a guy at the end like all of these things and she lives like this quaint life. You know what I mean? Like yeah. all of these things are very tropey. And she took all that criticism and wrote fucking Six of Crows. Yep. <laughs> and, and Six of Crows is an overhyped book. A yeah. hundred percent. Deserves it in my opinion. Yeah. I know there's some people that don't enjoy it, but No, I know a lot of people don't enjoy it. And that's totally valid. Even though I did say that if you don't like Six of Crows, you're a bad person. 
<laughs> we don't mean it when we say that. I mean it a little bit, but not really. <laughs> I mean, I think overhyped books in general, some of them deserve the hype, mm-hmm. but some of them. <laughs> yeah, some of them are. Yeah. No, and I think that some books that are just genuinely really good, the hype kills them. Yeah, I think so too. Because like, in comparison, they're not as good. You're on such a high horse. Yeah. So if you fall, that's it. Yeah. Which is why like, I'm glad we read This Woven Kingdom when we did. Yes. Because that has the potential to be an overhyped book. Oh, yeah. And I don't think we would have enjoyed it the way we did. No. If it was overhyped. Oh, I don't know. Actually, maybe. Maybe. Because it's... <laughs> I just like I try not to go into books with anything preconceived. Like I don't read book reviews for books I'm about to read because I don't want really? that opinion. Yeah. I try to like not listen to other people's book reviews until I've read the book because I I'm, I'm very easily influenced. Mm-hmm. So like if you were like I read this Woven Kingdom and it sucked, I would read it and be like, "Yeah, this sucks," even if I loved it. So like I'm just so very easily swayed yeah. that I just can't. Like I have to go into it completely. Like I went into every Colin Hoover I read completely blind. There are certain book reviewers that i just trust their opinion Mm -hmm. and even if i disagree when i read a book like i don't mistrust them anymore still because i just like oh no i see where they're coming from i see where they're coming from there are certain book reviewers that i'm like okay you said read it i'll read it (laughs) but i won't i won't up my i won't hype myself up Uh, i'm just like oh they liked it mm -hmm. i'll probably kind of like it you know what i mean yeah i don't i don't want to hold myself to any fucking standards because i i didn't read six of crows when it came out i read it four years ago Mm -hmm. and i knew how hyped it was and i thought i was gonna hate it i literally looked at the names i was like kaz (laughs) this motherfucking's name is kaz (laughs) like i'm not gonna what the fuck (laughs) (laughs) now you're like please break my back literally take that cane crack my spine with it <laughs> crack my skull with it oh my god do to me what you did to the men in the slat oh my god <laughs> <laughs> all right do you want to play a little game of if you think it's overhyped or if you think it deserves its hype okay this is so we're fucking canceled yeah, let's go <laughs> well this is gonna be fun because we have very different opinions yeah okay go shadow and bone no hyped or no hype oh sorry no hype no well, hype. Mm, no hype. No hype. I'm gonna say no hype. What do you think? I think I think it deserves the hype it has, mm. but <laughs> there's a lot of nuance. Needed. Yeah, <laughs> there's like an asterisk. <laughs> Six of Crows. Yes, deserves it. Hundred percent. Akatar. <laughs> no. 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 It doesn't. Deserve it doesn't that deserve hype. the hype. Throne of Glass. No. No. I don't think so. Uh-uh. no <laughs> i'm like internally cringing because i can hear the sjm girlies like oh, coming yeah. for us Addie larue um yeah i'm gonna say yes because it's beautifully written i just didn't it wasn't for me okay i agree with that well it, i agree it was for me but it, i think, you it, think deserves it deserves the hype. hype yeah song of achilles i haven't read it so i can't say it does <sighs> just say it i don't think it deserves the hype. <laughs> sorry guys from blood and ash uh that's a tough one because you love it because i love it but i don't think it mm, i don't think it really deserves the hype it has no but i think it's fucking great like i love it but i read the first book it's just not a book for everyone no it's a thick boy lots of like world building lots of just so much is going on it's not yeah and she desperately needs an editor she does (laughs) yeah 
<laughs> the amount of M dashes. Oh my God. Critically, not worth the hype. But vibes, worth the hype. <laughs> <laughs> All right. What about these violent delights? I'd say it's worth the hype. Yeah. Yeah. I loved those. I loved that duology. And for her first series. I know. She knocked it out of the park. So like this next book that's coming out. She's freaking 23. I know. I don't need to hear about it. She was born in 98. (laughs) Just like me. I'm still sitting here with my like first draft. Not even legible. Like I can't. (laughs) Can't talk about it. Move on. Hey, I'm 26 and I'm still sitting on a freaking manuscript. Manuscript. Can't speak (laughs) English. Um, What about It Ends With Us? Yes, I think it's worth the hype. I haven't read it, so I can't say anything. I just think the message is so beautiful. So yes, it's worth the hype. What about Colleen Hoover in general? Colleen Hoover is an, is an author that's really... Uh, depends on who you are. Mm-hmm. I really enjoy her books. They're just yeah. very good feel-good books. So I'll say yeah. I think she's so fun. So Yeah. I love her TikTok. She's so fun. She's I just so think funny. she's hilarious. <laughs> How about... Ooh. <laughs> I know what you think. The Cruel Prince. <laughs> yeah, no. <laughs> nah, I don't think so. You hate it. I just, it's not for me. Yeah. I don't know. I'll try it again. I just, uh, Cardin pisses me off, so. He's I said what I said. I said what I said. He has a tail, so I gotta. I love it. <laughs> <laughs> I love that he has a tail. Yeah, I know. I, bl- I put you on blast because you said you'd wrap <laughs> it around your neck. <laughs> okay, so the thing with Cruel Prince is I think this is what the downfall of the Cruel Prince is. It was marketed as a romance, but it's not, a and romance. it's not a romance. I think that 100% ruins it. It is a political book set in a high fantasy world. Yeah. And, you know, like <laughs> people hate Cardin. People like some people don't like Cardin. Some people don't understand why she would like someone who's so mean to her. It's <laughs> there's nuance there. He's mm-hmm. a he's Fey, And Holly Black is the queen of fairies. She knows so much about Fey lore that it just makes sense. Fairies are not nice. They're not Reese. They're not here to save you. They're little fucking dicks. Honestly, I'm going to give it another chance. Like, I know I have to. I've tried three times now, though. Yeah. And I never make it past chapter five. In all honesty, the first book, it's not the best. I love the second book. You got to read it for Jude. You absolutely have to read it for Jude. She's so smart. She's so witty. She's so quick. Okay. I'll give it another chance. It's not high on the TBR, but I'll, I'll read it. <laughs> what about the Red Queen? No. I... <laughs> no. No. Uh, I read the first book way back when it came out, and mm-hmm. I was just like, no. <laughs> Why? It's just not for me at all. Like, no, at and all. I tried to give her a chance with um, Realm Breaker. Uh-huh. Same thing. It's just too much. And that sucks because i think she's so fun i love her i love her i TikToks. admire her so much she's so lovely and she's such a lovely human being mm-hmm. i just can't get into her their books just aren't for me yeah Re- realm breaker is just a dense boy thick boy he's thick he's got so many fucking points of view so many names just there's a lot of points of view it's it's too i think i'd have to listen to the audiobook and even then i don't know we'll see we'll see we'll see <laughs> what about the selection series <laughs> no <laughs> No, <laughs> not worth the hype at all. Jesus Christ. You know what's funny though? That book has hype, but it's not good hype. No, it's not. <laughs> it's bad hype. <laughs> Whoever says any publicity is good publicity has not met the selection series. <laughs> <laughs> the Twilight Saga. <laughs> uh, yes. Here's why. Yeah, Wait. That, yeah, definitely there needs to be an asterisk with that. Yeah. Yes, there's hype. Asterisk because of where it's 
where it came from and what was built off of it. Yeah. In that sense. Yes. Cultural. <laughs> the cultural appropriation. Yeah. No. <laughs> so, yes, asterisk. Asterisk. <laughs> mm, the Mortal Instruments or the Shadowhunter world in general. I'm going to say yes, it's worth the hype. I'm going to say yes, it's worth the hype, but I think she needs to let it die. Asterisk. <laughs> yeah, asterisk, she needs to let it die. But the books that are out, yes. But like, I get that How you have... How many the... books are out there now? Oh, God. Well, there's six books in The Mortal Instruments, three in Infernal Devices, three and then in two other trilogies. The Dark Artifices and The Last Hours, yeah. and then all the side novellas. Yeah. It's a lot. It's a time commitment. I get that it's an amazing world that she's created, but mm-hmm. like... That series, the reason I haven't touched Infernal Devices is because those books are a time commitment. Yeah. The amount of characters. I am tired. I can't remember all the family names. (laughs) I am stressed. (laughs) I would just say, like, if you're going to read a Shadowhunter book, I'm going to say this till the fucking cows come home. Read the Infernal Devices. (laughs) It's the first, it's technically in the timeline, the first books. Yeah. If you want to read it chronologically, you read that one first. Yeah. And like... It does a good job of introducing the world. There's only three books. There's not that many characters. However, if you do read the Infernal Devices first, the likelihood of you enjoying the Mortal Instruments is pretty slim. Oh, it's none. Yeah. yeah you will hate. Like, you won't enjoy it. No. So maybe read the Mortal Instruments first. <laughs> <laughs> um, what do you think about We Hunt the Flame, We Free the Stars? I haven't read them. No. I, I read the first chunk of We Hunt the Flame. It mm. just wasn't, I wasn't in the mindset to read it. Right. But I think it's well written. I will always say it's worth it. Yeah, you always will. It's like. (laughs) What about, um, oh shit, the Darker Shades of Magic trilogy? Yeah, I'd say that's worth the hype. Oh, that's so worth the hype. 100%. It's honestly, guys, like, if you usually read YA and you want to make the jump to fantasy adult, I would definitely recommend Darker Shades of Magic by V.E. Schwab. Like, it is so, it's such an easy transition. And the magic system is not insane. Like No, it's it's a very good transitional book. Yeah. It's just very easy to read. There's not a bajillion characters. The yeah. magic system's very simple. Like, it's good. It's really good. It's good. Caraval. <laughs> I don't even know if that really counts as an overhyped book. No, it is. Because I don't really... Really? It's a bookstagram favorite. All right. Well, go ahead. Say what you got to say. Because y'all already know that I'm going to say yes. <laughs> um, <laughs> the series I, in general, I mean, not the specific The whole book. series. Yes, I think it's worth the hype. Aww. Yes. <laughs> the first, guys, you gotta power through the first yeah, book. Yeah, you gotta power through the first book. Because <laughs> just so you know, the main narrator or the main protagonist in the first book is not the main protagonist for the rest of the book because the series follows two sisters yes so it alternates points of view and tella is much better tella's when you were like oh i hate tella i was like you won't i know i hated her she's the love of my life i love tella she's just so much more interesting i think morally i agree with scarlet more but like yeah. tella's just a more fun protagonist. she's just so fun i want her butterfly dress <laughs> <laughs> what's another series that's super hyped legendborn Legendborn. Legendborn is worth all the worth hype. Every fucking hype. That book is gone. I don't know how excited <laughs> I am for Bloodmarked. I'm so excited for Bloodmarked. I knew where the ending was gonna go with <laughs> with with Legendborn, but I was like, take me there, baby. I'm so like <laughs> mm-hmm. 
baby cell. Aww. <laughs> I love him. I, I love, love him so much. I love much. him so much. And I just, I love Brie. I love Brie. She's a bad bitch. I love her. So good. Ugh. I feel like we haven't read a lot of the like super hyped books. Like no, I can't. Uh, even... Red, white, and royal blue. I'm gonna, guys. I'm sorry. Overhyped. Sure, I haven't read it. <laughs> Seven husbands of Evelyn Hugo. No, worth it. I'd agree. I haven't finished it, but I agree. So good. Problematic. Look, Look. into that. <laughs> <laughs> but I really enjoyed it for the bisexual representation. representation. But not so much the Latina representation. The prison healer, though, I would say is worth the hype that it has. Really? They only get better, but also it's just good. It's just so good. <laughs> I can't. I didn't think I'd like it when I first started reading it. And yeah. when I first, when I was, as I was reading it, I was like, this is okay. And then as I got to the end, I was like, no, this is fucking good. <laughs> and then I, I got to the plot twist and I was like, Yes. <laughs> I don't know if I have, like, the energy to read them. They're not that long. No? No, 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 no. Why do I think they They're are? They're, like, 400 pages, oh, maybe. Oh, okay, that's a sweet spot. Maybe. Like, maybe even 350. Okay. They're fun. I'll read them. I know that you'd probably see the plot twist coming, but it's still so much fun. What about the Inheritance games? Do you think they're overhyped? No. I love the Inheritance I'm games. I'm gonna read them. They're the way so you, much fun. You ex- Like, the way you describe it, I have to read it's it. It's like Knives Out, but not... But like nice teens, out, man. That if you, you use that word, mm. use that descriptor, I'm in. I'm, <laughs> I, and then it's just the Hawthorne brothers. They live in my head rent free. I would never <laughs> ask them to charge rent. I love them, Grayson and Jamie. Fuck, damn. I, I am Team Jamie though, and I'm sorry if that pisses anyone off, but I'm Team Jamie. <laughs> sorry, Grayson. What if that pisses me off? I wonder if you would be team Grayson, because I think you'd align yourself with Grayson more, but Grayson needs to get his head out of his ass. I said what I said. <laughs> and that's our show. Don't forget to subscribe to our YouTube channel, Chaotically Bookish, for filmed uh, podcasts and future lives. Um, be sure to rate us and follow us on Instagram at Chaotically Bookish. You can find Ashley on Instagram and TikTok at Ashes Reads. And you can find me on TikTok and Instagram at at many weathered pages <laughs> all one word um if you guys want to contribute to the show send us in funny bookish stories we kind of want to start adding in little um uh little like anecdotes tidbits, yeah. yeah little anecdotes from our listeners um also if you work at a bookstore i want to hear some stories from please you guys please send us your funny bookstore stories yeah. or even your like annoying bookstore stories like and we want to hear like, it if something happened to you at a bookstore or oh something God. that like happened that involves something bookish please. i need to know please DM us, tell me email us please. yes please email us at um chaotically bookish at gmail.com yes that's right <laughs> All right, guys, stay safe, enjoy a good book, and we will see you next Wednesday. Bye. Bye, guys. Bye.